Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Sale. They have a new single called Flood, which was released on August 13th. Right now, I'm being joined by Tim to talk about why it appears that there's this poor girl hanging out in her flat while the water's coming in. She's probably just too busy listening to, to Flood. Uh, and we can chat about Flood and what it is, <clears throat> as well as the Young Brothers remix. So, Tim... Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me on. Absolutely great to have you on. So take us through this track, take us through this single, Flood. I want to I want to know everything. I want to know when you guys did the campfire song with the acoustic guitars and thought maybe this could be something and then turned it into what it is. So I think I think Flood's older than I thought it was. I think I found like an old SoundCloud like demo I'd done back in 2014. Um, where it was just sort of a like weird sludgy riff and didn't have the um, punk influences that have sort of come in. Um, I think we must have shelved it back then and then came back to it a few years ago. Um, I think uh, lyrically it's very, I wanted to get a bit weird with it. Um, So things about 200 Eyes Electric Blue was just, really going down that ridiculous artist rabbit hole of let's just put weird lyrics in. Um, it's nothing, it's not a song about big, serious um, emotions or big, serious times. It's just a gnarly, sludgy rock and roll song about nonsense. <laughs> um, but it's really good fun to play live. And we've been playing it live for ages and we were excited to uh, record it at stage two with Josh because um, he did such an amazing job on Starve and on Mannequin. Um, and then, yeah, the the artwork um, El Romain did, again, it's not, it was just a cool concept. She sort of sent it to us and we were like, that's amazing. That's sort of like, I don't know, sitting in your room listening to lo-fi beats as a flood's coming in or whatever. But like, and there's so many artists that we love that we've taken inspiration from that she's included on the posters in the wall. Um, so we were just excited about it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Did, kind of a silly question, because you mentioned that the, the song is older than you had, had thought. Did she hear this song? Did she just come up with this artwork? Like, how did, how did the two tie together? I have a feeling the brief we gave to her was uh, a messy bedroom and someone listening to music on their headphones. I think that was pretty much the very brief brief that we gave her and then that's what she came up with because she's an incredible artist um and of course immediately we all went that's perfect um i don't know whether she i don't know we must have sent her the song um because otherwise the fact that she went oh i'll just have water pouring in through the window is um beyond genius which i wouldn't put past her but um (laughs) so yeah i'm sure we must have sent her the song in whatever form it was at the time cool and you mentioned Stage 2 Studios, you mentioned Josh, Josh Gallup? Yes, Josh Gallup um, of Fox Jaw fame. Take us through that. How did you guys get in touch with him? You just sent an, you wanted to work with him because of his resume and you sent him an email? So Dan, who runs Stage 2 Studios, we knew through um, gigging. Um, and he, he must have mentioned that he had a studio. I think it all went through Tom. Um, but of course, Josh was doing the sort of production there and we worked with Josh and it was only sort of as we were setting up doing, I think, Starve that it was mentioned that, oh, he's in Foxjaw, which 
got me wildly excited and terrified because I'm a little bit of a fangirl for Foxtra. I think they're one of the coolest acts that are out there at the moment. But yeah, no, he's he's got such an amazing ear for collaboration and for nailing what we want the end product to sound like. So it's just been a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then you guys love the song so much that there's a remix. So take us through that remix because it's got a couple of other big names on it, dare I mention the Down Devin Townsend project, which coming from Canada says a lot. <laughs> yeah, so we did kind of did a remix for our single before that, Mannequin, and we quite liked the idea of that being a way of reworking a song and releasing something a bit more than just a single. Um, we were working with a guy called Joel at the time who sort of when we were talking about remixes said, well, okay, who would who would you love to have? Um, and then he came back to us and said, well, I've got the Brothers Young from the Devon Townsend project who w- I think would be great. And we said, absolutely, that would be amazing. We'd love to have them do it. I think the brief we sent them was basically, here's the song, how horrid can you make it? And I'm in love with every second of what they did with it because it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. It's so industrial and just horrid. <laughs> horrid in such a good way i love when we in like rock and metal and doom and sludge and all these things we talk about how it just you know, it sounds so wretched in such a good way it just sounds so filthy in such a good way yeah i, th- I think i have a i have a real soft spot for songs that are just outwardly awful to listen to in like a horribly chaotic way um and it's really cool what you're beginning to see, or I suppose there's probably been bands out there for ages, I've just not found them, but um, bands like Wargasm, where it's horrid, 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 really good chorus line, horrid, 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 and I just, I love that mixing of genres, I love that bringing nice and awful together. Nawful. Mm-hmm. Like that the... word. Thank you. We'll take, we'll take that word, Nawful. Yeah, Nawful, thank you. I'll credit you on it. Oh, cool. Hashtag Nawful, and you can start each one of your shows with, this song is Nawful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> one of the notes I have from you guys on this track, Flood, is it's one of your favorite choruses of all time. So is that by accident? Did you guys work a bit more on this chorus? So for ages, um, the melody in it, um, I think it was whatever we'd thrown together at the time, and it was it was right up there in both mine and Charlie's registers, and it was it was a real chore to sing. And it wasn't a bad chorus, but when we were looking at recording Flood, it was one of the bits of the song that I sort of sat there and went, "This doesn't quite, this isn't everything it could be." Um, so I think we're all we're all first and foremost sort of instrumentalists. We've come at it as um bassist guitarist drummers so it's we're beginning more and more to really focus on the sort of vocal melody lines and how they absolutely carry the song so this was one of the first times i think we like really properly looked at it and nailed it um and we're all just like really pleased with the outcome um charlie's harmonies on it were exactly what was needed they're absolutely amazing Mm-hmm. And something else I was able to discover on the interwebs is live at the lab. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So I think that's I think that's the old version of the chorus. So 
I don't I don't think I do a very good job of singing it on that one, unfortunately. But um, it, it's yeah. So that is effectively an old version of Flood um, before the recording when the chorus was slightly different. And I mean, to be fair, we had the same thing with Starve, where I think my backing vocals to Charlie before we recorded it were completely different. So if anyone saw us do it live before then, it was a totally different song. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we like to we we like to keep evolving our sort of songs, whether it's live performances being weird uh, or different or looking at it going into recording and saying okay we've been playing it like this live but what can we do to make that aim as good as it is recorded exactly baby exactly okay so i'm gonna put that link in there for anybody who's curious about a little trivia there so flood live at the lab will be available in today's show notes as well as the bandsale.bandcamp.com you can go and check out yeah, check out Flood and check out the remix. My next big, huge question, question of the hour. Everybody listening in wants to know, okay, we've got Flood. What's next, Tim? What's happening? Uh, so early next year, hopefully we're going to release another single. Um, but in the meantime, the big goal is sit down and write that um, elusive second album. I think we're we're at a point now where we want to sort of I think we've changed over the years since Slumber Song in terms of style, in terms of how we treat ourselves, and we want to really sort of look at putting that on paper and getting a second album out. Um and also it'll be fun to work on something that's a bit more extensive than just a single, much though I love putting out singles. Yeah. So what we've is- got that. Um in the summer there's a secret project that we keep teasing that hopefully will be announced and will come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, gigs, festivals. If anyone books for festivals, let us know. We loved playing Bloodstock. We want to do nothing but festivals forevermore. They're the best. That's right. Festivals are not awful. <laughs> Double negative. Double. You're sounding like a true, true Brit now. Beautiful, baby. Beautiful. Cool. Yeah, you mentioned Bloodstocks. You guys played that. Uh, was that, what, 2019? Uh, that was this year. That was this summer. Oh. Um, it was it was a weird long one. So we did the, we got in through Metal to the Masses, which is a sort of Battle of the Band style thing for up and coming bands to play Bloodstock. Um, we did that. Then, obviously, Big Pandemic, which was all fun and games. Everything got put on hold. Um, but then we got through, it was like an all or nothing show this year. And then, yeah, played Bloodstock this year, which was absolutely incredible. Um, the crowds were amazing for the new Blood stage this year. I think everyone just was gagging to see live music. Absolutely. This summer when we opened up uh, prematurely, uh, which is now biting us really quite hard over where I live, um, people were just, you know, face down in the street. They were... They're really dying for that entertainment. That was pretty much what I did for the rest of the weekend when we weren't playing. Except luckily it was face down in the grass, so it was a bit more pleasant than street. (laughs) So you would think. Now I'm seeing quite a few large names here. I'm looking at the lineup for uh, Bloodstock Open Air uh, 2021. It looks, yeah. This is 2021. They're, yeah. ad- they're advertising for 2022 already, so I got confused for a second. But no, this this lineup is right here. There's some big UK names, even like Loathe. I know those boys. 
Yeah, sadly, they uh, didn't make it because of COVID, um, mm. which was it was both heartbreaking and a miracle because I think we were going to be on it around the same time. So I would have missed Loath regardless. So it was uh, at least at least I wasn't the only one missing Loath, I guess, in a very selfish way. Yeah. Who else is on here that I've had on the show? Bleed from Within. I love those guys. Oh, they're absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Was this cool? Like, did you get a chance to like? How did they handle the whole thing with with COVID? Was there more space in between shows? Were you able to mingle with some of these guys? What happened? So, for, from what I've heard of other festivals, Bloodstock really like outdid themselves. So, for artists, we were doing um, you had to have a lateral flow test, not just your proof of vaccination before you arrived. You had to have the proof of that, and then uh, two days after, you had to take another one. Um, so they were really keeping on top of it. They were really making sure that hand sanitizer was there, that if people wanted to go get a lateral flow test, they were clearly directed to get them. Um, they, yeah, they did a really good job at Bloodstock. Um, but yeah, we were, we were in artist camping. We got to see a couple of guys um, just sort of mooching around there. Um, we ran into the lead singer of Svalbard, who might be one of the loveliest people I've ever seen. Um she was just so smiley the whole way through the set and then was just so just lovely to talk to. And their set was amazing. I love Svalbard. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of what surprises a lot of people now that I've met quite a few metal people is how nice they are. Mm. I think, yeah, I think hopefully slowly but surely the days of that like aloof rock and roll star is dying away. Um, <laughs> Certainly, it's 100% never been um, our shtick. I don't think we could pull that off if we tried. Pull it off if we tried. Cool. You guys, are you planning on shopping out to any labels for some of the stuff that you've got coming up? What's the plan there, if you don't mind me asking? I I think putting out an album through a label would be the goal. I think uh, Tom is ardently whilst writing a ridiculous full book on death metal, Tom is ardently trying to um, sort out, trying to find a label or whatever else. He's an absolute workhorse and he does almost all the admin for us and I love him for it. But yeah, I think, I think getting something out under a label would be absolutely the goal. Cool. I'll hit up Tom with some contact info that may or may not help depending on, uh, if he's already been in contact with some of the labels that I can get you in touch with and so on and so oh, forth. Thank you. You're quite welcome. You you young men seem like you're doing the, all the right moves. I especially like that you've called us young. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Who knows? You're probably my age, but it's, uh, one, it's part of my shtick. Speaking of shtick. <laughs> that secret will die with me. Beautiful. Beautiful, sir. Okay, so Flood, available right now, wherever it is that you consume music, in today's show notes, wherever you're tuning in, YouTube, the website, therockmetalpodcast.ca, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever any of you beautiful subscribers are tuning in right now, in the show notes down below is the band's Bandcamp, 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 the bandsale.bandcamp.com, as well as a link to that uh, live Flood video so that you can do a little old chorus versus new chorus magic action we chatted about the song flood which is killer how it started out as potentially a soundcloud demo went through a rendition of changes boys worked with josh over at stage two studios and then they finished up by playing bloodstock this year which is 
Cool. So, Tim, I don't yes. have any more questions, Tim. Well, thank you very much for having me. This has been a blast. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, man.